I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> one size fits oh. all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. Episode 87 of Throw the Flag, boys, it's finally here. What's here? It's finally here. College football season. Oh yeah, that started. My name is Sean, and I am here with one Lerald Matthew Hankins. Say hi, Matt. Mm-hmm. Lawrence going to Lawrence, boys, write it down. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the prediction that, uh, that at least Hankins, if not the three of us, will be the head coach. Oh, I'm not leaving you behind. Coaching by committee, KU, Lawrence to Lawrence. Also here with uh, Matt Free Creel. Hello, hello. Um, I gotta tell you, week one did not disappoint for me. You had everything. <laughs> New York's hottest club is week one. It has, <laughs> it has everything. Auburn almost losing to Washington, but eventually pulling it out. Tennessee embarrassing the entire conference. Uh, Miami's uh, and Mark Rick's entire career. Uh, falling down before the season starts. But he's such a nice guy, though. In love. In love with Man. everything. He gets all, like, the, the women above age 50, like, they... Yeah, yeah, He gets, yeah. like, 35, They're too. like, there's a hurricane in my pants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hurricane Mark. Yeah. And... And it's got Husker balls. You know, that thing where Nebraska thinks they're going to play a football game. And oh, right, right. The and anticipation. So everybody had, yeah, goes yeah, yeah. home with frosty blue So balls. many storms. Yeah, so many storms. I didn't storm near me. So many uh, uh, delays. There was delay in Tennessee game. There was yeah. delay in Ohio State game. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> I think we should begin this show in reverse order. Talk about, we are recording this on uh, Monday, Labor Day. September Happy Labor 3rd. Day to all those who labor. Happy Labor Day! Uh, we uh, we at throw the flag uh, salute. Think our, about all the mothers, out our there. working community. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're recording this before the Florida State Virginia Tech game, uh, and immediately after the not immediately, but after the uh, LSU Miami game. Miami has lost four games in a row after going ten and zero last season. Are they a fraud? Yes, they have been. Last year they were no good. I they made LSU look no like good. Alabama. Yeah, and LSU night. is not good. And I yes, I am. <laughs> that's the thing. See the 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 crazy thing about that game is it could have gone the other way, and I totally would have believed the outcome. Like Miami oh, gets a couple sure. turnovers. Yeah. LSU can't do anything on offense. Boom, it's thirty three sixteen final. But it went the other way where LSU was able to. 
chicken peck and scratch and claw and get some possessions and get some touchdowns, and the game was over. 33-17, where Miami scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So yeah. I, I, the score, garbage the, yeah, just the score the makes that look garbage. even. But if, if, if I'm an LSU fan, there was nothing that I was shown yesterday that would get me excited. Their quarterback was like 11 of 24, 130 yards. Still got no they're, quarterback. They, they ain't got no offense. Their defense, I, they, I they have, still got the defense, and they got this kicker that apparently I don't know who's in charge of Alabama's special teams, but when LSU can find some dude from Immaculate College or whatever, Assumption, (laughs) St. Mary's, and we get some scrub who can't make a 27-yarder or an extra point, it's just like, come on, guys. There are good kickers out there. Speaking of, did you see the stat that they had for the Miami kicker? The Miami kicker, no. His name was like Bubba something. He sounded like a, a Star Wars bounty hunter. It was like Bubba Bosep or something like sure, that. Sure, okay. But his stat was made, uh, made four out of ten field goals last year or in his senior year of high school. Ooh. So I'm surprised he's not kicking for Alabama. No, no, that that would, that's usually our our crop. That's that's what we uh, pull from. Hankins, what do you uh, what do you have to say about that uh, that debacle? I would love to say that no, dude, LSU is really good, but. Free is right. They just kind of fucked around and and weaseled their way into a giant win. Like I was thinking last night, we should I should start tracking what I think the actual score of the game was. Yeah, um, because the actual score of that game was something like thirty to three. Um, if you take away yeah, maybe yeah. a late field goal mm-hmm. that they didn't need, and it, thirty to three is about what that game really was. Um, Miami looked like they didn't know what football was. Um, their dumb quarterback was stupid, their idiot receivers were dumb, and their defense was just on the bus. I, 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 was, I was shocked, quite frankly. I'm not surprised that LSU won, because I think LSU is a little better than the two of you think they are. But my God, evil Mark Richt, get let's get the goatee <laughs> back, dude, because you without that goatee are terrible. Um the Yeah, so say, I mean, if you're LSU at Orgeron or an LSU fan, I, and hearing this, I'm thinking, what else do I have to do if I, by Hankins' account, beat the number eight team in the country 30-3? to three, What else do I have to do? But, yeah, I just... And, and Hankins, I don't think we're so far apart in how, how quote-unquote, good we think LSU is, but... I, I think that's a... That's a... It's a case of Miami yeah, not being as good I think... As, uh, I, I know I went to this point a lot last year. I need some more data points. I don't know if Miami's any good. Miami could be a world beater. Uh, LSU could be a world beater. I just need that data, baby. Give me some more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Miami has to be talented. Those are They have to be talented football players based on the fact that they recruit South Florida and Mark Richt is their coach. That leads me to believe that they are talented at the game. How the fuck do you have months to prepare for this? Literal months. It's not like LSU came out last night and revamped their entire offense. They didn't come out running the new spread LSU that nobody had ever seen before. Yeah, they were a little more dynamic than they usually are because they had um, they had a quarterback this year instead of a cardboard cutout of a quarterback <laughs> like they've had the last I disagree. Years. That guy is flat, Hankins. He's a flat Stanley. Now, I don't know if you know the reference, but man. <laughs> I do know who okay. flat Stanley right. is. Yeah. I've seen you, up in the you air. You think Miami is so <laughs> terrible that they've let flat Stanley score 33 on them? Yes. 
Oh wow! And I also think it's a dig on LSU is like that guy is is no good. He he like a flat Stanley. He's he's uh, jumped around from spot to spot, pops up. <laughs> he has done you got, that. You got to take he a picture with that. him, and then you got to send him on. Because I don't think he's any good. He, he's not the answer to the to the prob, to their issues to their questions. Can I tell you what I think it was? What what a flat Stanley is? No, no. Oh, why okay. why this game turned out the way it was? Sure, sure. Where Time Zones, baby? Where, God damn it! Where 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 did the game take place? It was in Dallas, and Dallas shares a time zone with what, LSU or Miami. LSU. That's what I'm saying, but baby. Miami's like, say, isn't it an hour earlier? They're looking at the clock like it's not eight p.m. I will say for whatever whatever time differences there were, I think I think it's counteracted by the the point or fact that you could get a really good flight from Dallas to Miami. They're probably mm-hmm. like every hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Baton Rouge to Dallas, maybe like once a day. So they're still, I, looking, <laughs> they're still looking at their clock. Every... So, so Miami can be like, Oh, can I leave? I can leave at eight, eight 45, nine 50, mm-hmm. 10, 10, 20, 11, 12, 15. What other 12, departure 40, times are there? Go one, ahead. One, one twenty, uh-huh. like two thirty. Yeah, sure. Then there's not one to like five. Then five thirty six. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Eight, yeah. ten, 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 uh-huh. ten twenty. There's a lot of red <laughs> then eyes. Then you hit the red eye. Yeah, then the yeah, red yeah. eyes. Yeah. And then you know, so this time zone thing, I don't buy it because the airport makes up for it, baby. Ooh, that rhymes. I like it. Mm-hmm. The airport it makes up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well. We'll get more data points. We'll be back. We need some more data points. Uh, Notre Dame beat Michigan 24-17. Michigan scores the same number of consecutive losses against ranked opponents on the road for Jim Harbaugh. Is that right, Hankins? That's right. It is ranked opponents on the road spanning back to 2006 since they have won a game that fits that category. Michigan or Jim Harbaugh? Michigan as a total, um, but I don't. they're the same thing to me. They are one entity. I think Harbaugh is something like 0-6. Yeah, it's such a shame that Shea Patterson, who did nothing at Ole Miss, is doing nothing <laughs> at Michigan. I yeah. mean, am I, am I wrong? Like, No, you look at what happened to the Shea patterson list. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mississippi team from the floor. <laughs> and they beat the shit out of Coach Dreamboat. Now, yeah. Texas Tech and Notre Dame were two different opponents, but, like, come really? on. I don't know. Are they? One has a Dreamboat for a coach. The other has a murderer. That would be the big difference, I guess. It's true. It's true. But, like, you know, if isn't Cl- Cliff Kingsbury a lady killer in his own right? Ooh. So we're, talking about mur- we're talking about murderers on both sides. Yeah. He murdered mm-hmm. some... some uh, he murdered ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Free, who is more disappointing to you, Miami or Michigan? Uh, I always knew Miami was a fraud. Mm. I don't think Michigan was ever that good. So it, I'm, I'm just on the fence. It's a toss-up. Uh, yeah. As far as uh, poor performances... Uh, at least Michigan was somewhat in the game in the fourth quarter. They were down 14. I don't know, Free. And then they that cut it to seven. That game seems like it's about 24 to 10 seems like the real score of that game. That is the Matt Hankins but, true score index. The true score index. I don't disagree with that, but Michigan still had one more possession at the end of the game where they just couldn't do anything. Miami, on the other hand. Pattern just threw the ball down and said to hell with it. Yeah. But I do think that it's a – Definitely a knock against uh, Harbaugh. He's got a lot of haters. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether or not he can do it, and this is this definitely isn't a good look for him to lose on the road to a pretty good team. He's it's one of the wins that he desperately needs to change the narrative. And Shea Patterson is 
a quarterback that does not, regardless of how good he may or may not be, he wore number 20 at Ole Miss, so that tells me everything I need to know about him. Um, but regardless of how good he may or may not be, he doesn't fit Michigan's style or philosophy at all. They, they Quite frankly, they were moving the ball better when the other quarterback was in because he is a more stand-in-the-pocket passer. Um, he fits the scheme better. Patterson does none of these things, but they seem to forget that they had him all year and didn't plan to use his skill set at all. Yeah, as the backup for Michigan, his last name is McCaffrey, and I didn't have the sound on because I had the sound on the Alabama game. Is he Christian McCaffrey's like brother or cousin like that? God, surely there's not another McCaffrey that we'll have to hear should win a Heisman. Ooh. I I, I saw the name, and I was like, I wonder if it's a younger brother because he comes from good stock with a – what's his name? Ed the McCaffrey father, loves to leave it in. And his, uh, <laughs> his mother is some track star or something like uh-huh. that. I'm going to look it up real quick. But yeah, uh, Dylan McCaffrey. Who is Dylan McCaffrey? <laughs> uh, Who is a <laughs> um, young man named Dil- Dylan McCaffrey? Was surely on nine hundred two one zero, right? Oh, Sounds yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. I think he, he was the one that committed suicide or got AIDS. He's probably a bad uh, or got say, AIDS from suicide. I'm gonna say a bad boy from the uh, wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> a couple of bad yeah, that, look, who, at like, that, look at that. Look at that stock. The main kids had to uh, like look down on him because sure. he swept floors at the Peach yeah, Pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then they eventually accepted him. I wonder how was it because of his big dick? Yes, he swept instead of a broom. He used that. I think he is his kid. Krill. It is. It is. I, yes, I, it I, is his kid. Confirmed. So yeah, oh, he comes God. from good stuff. Oh God, he's going to be the savior yeah. of the program, Hankins. <laughs> Give him that Heisman. Um, <clears throat> so speaking of uh, disappointing losses, um, Penn State and Appalachian State almost played another eleven years to the day of Appalachian State beating Michigan. They almost pulled up, pulled it off again against Penn State. But were denied in overtime. Yeah, real. I you was had it spot on, man. You were the Zoltan of this one. Right when Appalachian State scores to go up late, minute and a half or so left, they score, and Free says would like to see some more time taken off that drive. Yep, they uh they got it down to like the 15 with like a minute and a half left. Uh one of their players makes a really good play, you know, kudos to him. He just breaks off a run and tight ropes the sideline and scores with too much time on the clock and then of course Appalachian State kicks it off and Penn State like instantly returns it to the 50, so they've only got to go 50 yards and I knew at that point I was like, well, I'm I'm pretty resolved that this this upset will not happen. That everyone's favorite coach, Jeff Franklin, who's not overrated, no one dare <laughs> dare mention that in their breath because we all know why we can't say it. Because he's bald. Yes, because he's bald. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was just sort of the, the game where it's like. I, I hate it for Appalachian State, but at the same time, like I know Penn State's gonna pull it out. I just, it's just yep. not gonna happen. No, I think they're gonna leave it yep. in and then cover it up. Ooh, ooh. So that is. It was a, it was a bad day for the rape schools because um, Michigan rape, were had to battle with Utah State for the whole game yep. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it turned out to be a pretty good game for the most recent uh, Big Ten sure. uh, school that's cover up assault. 
Ohio State scored 716 points against But they gave Oregon up State. like 362 points. I mean, I don't know. If, if you're scoring 11 times, that just means that your opponent is also going to have a high number of possessions. So, I mean, giving up 31 points against Oregon State when you more than double it, whatever. Um, but... You know, the narrative, at least what I saw in the ticker, like just the high, high, uh, highlights were, or headlines were, uh, Ohio State dominates or Ohio State makes a statement in, in week one. And it's like, man, like you played a team that was 1-11 last year. Sure. And mm-hmm. and it just seems like the, the football media is trying to balance their appropriately slanted coverage of... Urban Meyer, the cover-up, Zach Smith, etc., by saying, "Look at this team; they've redeemed themselves. the 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 players, the young men on the team, aren't Urban Meyer." So, what what yeah. a great story! That that is a narrative that will develop. Is like, look, these players did nothing, and that isn't that what it's all about, guys? The players, they're making the plays, they're showing up in the weight room, off season. You know, they're there three times a day. Every day. They're they're also taking classes, guys. Can you believe that this one guy has got to take this chemistry test and and they're balancing? Some of them have to, you know, just work extra harder than everyone else. Come on, guys, just give them a chance. Uh, and then when Urban Meyer comes back, you know, I mean, he's already there, you know. Oh yeah, well he's, he's practicing back with today. the team this he's year. He's back today, yeah. so. So wow, what a what a punishment! What, what a punishment, punishment man. I think they're going to destroy the entire Big Ten, man. <laughs> they're yeah, they're not. they're going to be in the playoffs, and they're probably going to win. They are yeah, like I, I offensively and defensively. That was uh, Bosa scored the third Bosa family touchdown for that family at I Ohio hate that State. Family, um, and that's good man, stock. They, that's good stock. Mm-hmm. And like you know, the actual score of that game was probably something around sixty-eight to fifteen because there was a big long weather delay in that thing too. But and that is the match. They were just out there. score index. Man, that weather <laughs> delay. I was up. I was fuming because my ABC local affiliate is like still showing me that Ohio State game. I'm like, it's like two thirty-four. Like, yeah, I know that Auburn game is kicking off, but like you guys are not switching over. Mm-hmm. And they they're really hanging on to that big yellow. The ticker. Part of the ticker. Out of control. <clears throat> this is... Uh, it, it. A lot of people like to like to say this about anything stupid that, that happens in modern <laughs> times. <laughs> stupid news. Um, but, uh, like, that is starting to feel like it, we're two years away from a full idiocracy, like, uh, graphics on a... Or, like, basketball on, on, a, on a sports game. It's going to be, like... A Carl's Jr. logo yeah, covering yeah. up half the field mm-hmm. and like, you know, a picture in picture of like cheerleaders dancing while the game is going on. Oh, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Tell hubba, me more hubba, about that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so uh, Ohio State rolled up uh, 77 points. Oklahoma beat Florida Atlantic 63 to 14. Yeah, that was supposed to be one of them trendy little upsets because yeah, everyone's wrong. in love with Lane Kiffin and fell flat on um, his face. Clemson beat Oakland, Oakland Athletic. Kyler Murray threw 11 passes. 11 passes. And they scored 63 points. And they scored 63 points. Um, football anal- football analyst Lane Kiffin said that's the best team in the country. It's the best team they played this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Clemson also rolled up 45 on Furman. That's one of those, you know, whatever games. Yeah. Uh, Maryland and Texas. Maryland beat Texas for the second consecutive year. One of the another lightning delayed game. Are we 
I'm I'm starting to come around to to Creel's position on Tom Herman. Sh- show me, show me the money. Two years in a row. Yeah, th- that's not a good look. He showed the money to a, at the strip club with his homeboy. He did. beat him up, Smith. He was there, and he, he's proud of it too. Maryland beat Texas by five points. Uh, was that the just the deter- steely determination of a school in? In, uh, in in limbo uh, with no coach. I mean, maybe a fallen team. May, maybe may I mean, showed up I, for I get boy. it. There, that could be a storyline. There's also the storyline of them time zones because the game was in DC. So it's Maryland's time zone. It is Maryland's time zone, just right and up the road. I know I'm not opposed to say this, so uh, I'd like to say before I say this, the opinions about to be expressed. Are not reflective of everyone on the Throw the Flag Network. Can I can I throw in my hat? I, I'm I'm in on this opinion 100. percent Before He's about I hear to make it. fun of a dead kid, so I would like. No, to I'm not going to make side. fun of a dead kid. I don't. I understand why Maryland did the ten man. Started with ten, takes it to the delay game, honor the kid. I get it. I don't like it because they killed him. Um, the kid didn't hmm, have fair. cancer. The kid didn't have yeah. a car wreck. Mm-hmm. The kid died at practice because you guys murdered him. Fully on board. That is problematic for me. I get it that they have to do it, but man, does it not sit well with a person who literally is not offended by just about anything. It really takes some effort to get in my kitchen, and that got in my kitchen. Pearls have been clutched. Uh, well, I don't know. D- does it matter at all that it was likely the choice of the football team, or is is Matt Canada's hands just as dirty, like football players, or are, are Matt ha- Canada's hands just as dirty as DJ Durkins? Yeah, for me, they are. Um, he's the dude. They're they're all dirty. Everybody who's not a player is dirty because mm-hmm. um, they have no agency in the matter. Everybody else is fucked. Um, you see a kid about to die and you're picking him and you see somebody picking him up to tote him to finish the drill and nobody's calling the ambulance, you know, it's, what's that, what's the old famous story about the Brooklyn lady that got raped and killed and the thing that may or may not have happened? I, I can't think of the name of it right now. There's an old story. It was an episode of Golden Girls. The Genovese murder. Also, episodes, did you, I think you're right, Sean, or, or Golden Girls. It's the, uh, the Good Samaritan shit. The Good Samaritan rule that, like, you're, uh... I believe they covered this on the series finale of Seinfeld, where you're you're basically obliged to, like, help if somebody's screaming, somebody's murdering me. Yeah, that that, that thing just did not... Kitty Genovese, I believe her name was. There you go, you got it. Blanche Uh, Devereaux, yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. (laughs) She was a real Blanche that day. Just did not care for it. Ooh. But, Texas lost to Maryland two times in a row, so... Uh, yeah, I guess getting rid of old football main Charlie Strong wasn't exactly the answer you were looking for there, Horns. Yeah, it's, it's not looking good. Uh, Herman's got to show us something. What's in his head? Yeah. <laughs> Herman's head has been referenced on this show. A lot. A lot. Yeah. And you add that to the combined references from Cold Dog Soup. What was your favorite personality in, in his head? Was it I, the party animal? Like the ego? The only, oh, yeah, the only thing I remember is that Lisa, the Lisa Simpson, Lisa Simpson voice was in it. 
And that is lit like so. I I don't remember. What, a, what was did, she like? The anxiety or neurosis? Probably. Like, I think it was just Lisa Simpson. Oh, okay. Played a saxophone. Um, <laughs> the uh, and then there was that joke on The Simpsons where Lisa says, "Oh, I'm just laughing at a joke I heard yeah. on Herman's head." It's pretty good. This, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what Deep cut. is the? I I don't remember a lot from the show. Did he work at like a newspaper? It was either a newspaper or an office. Sure. I, I don't sure. know what he was exactly. in an office setting. Sure. Yeah. And so he would like run into a like a, a, a female that he desired. Yeah, and the party and then, animal would be like, "Hey, hey, ooh. hey, what are you? Yeah, yeah." Is let's the party go on animal a date. just like a Chris Farley type in a Hawaiian shirt? Yeah, he had his hat on yep. backwards, sort of. Okay. And mm-hmm. okay, so is this just like a funnier? Uh, Whatever that Pixar movie was. Oh, I don't think it was funny at all. Feelings. I don't know if it was funnier. <laughs> it's exactly the same thing as that Pixar movie was. <laughs> um, West Virginia, Tennessee. So last Ooh. last year to last year we saw Tennessee eke out a win in week one against Georgia Tech in overtime. Then we saw them lose to every single SEC foe. Yeah. Going three and nine, four and four, four and eight, and eight I something think they like that. Up. Um, that it, a an unmitigated disaster that brought on the firing of their head coach, and then one of the worst head coaching searches for a school in uh, in recent memory for me. Even though they ended up with a good one and a douchebag for a new AD in Phil Fulmer, um, there was a feeling that things might be different in Knoxville this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Is Knoxville and Charlotte, are they in two separate time zones? No, Knoxville's so far east. It, it's <laughs> Damn Eastern, it. Eastern time zone. <laughs> um, so, uh, Tennessee should really shit the bed against West Virginia, 40-14. to 14. I think everybody thought that West Virginia was going to win. That was my side piece. Still is my side piece team. But um, my, One of my playoff teams, too. Oh, yeah, Miami's my side piece. I forgot Ooh, about that. Ew. So, yes, 0 is. for 1. Uh, I mean, Tennessee just looked lost and unprepared. Again, like this is the same thing with Miami. You have... West Virginia is not so dominant that you can't get some kind of game plan together and execute. And it sort of worked for them in the first half. They were playing really slow. Their defense came with, came up with some stops. Uh, but then after one of them lightning delays, second yeah. half started, and then just West Virginia was carving them up. And Will Greer put up some good numbers. Oh, yeah. Four, four touchdowns, no interceptions, but didn't look awesome in the first quarter. Uh, the, fir- the first quarter didn't look good, but it's all about just setting the game plan, just getting everything in motion yeah, to, to throw off. You um, are a Will Greer apologist. Oh, I am. You are like uh, that short woman that murdered Selena in her fan club. You are like the president of the Will Greer fan yeah, club. Yeah, yeah, sign Watch me out, up. Will Greer. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Um, sign me up for that murder. Uh, <laughs> we had the Auburn game and the Tennessee West Virginia game up at the same time, and the first the first quarter was definitely a struggle for Will Greer, and then uh, Stidham struggled a little bit in the second quarter of the Auburn game. So it was just constantly us taking very small sample size and saying, yeah, yeah, these two are great. These are great quarterbacks. Will Greer, best quarterback I've ever seen. Best quarterback I've ever seen. seen. Um, But at the end of the day, it was like over 400 yards. Is that more of a referendum on how shitty – Butch Jones really was. Well, that's that's a good question because I don't know how together. long they're going to give me that excuse. It's not like Butch Jones was an inferior recruiter. Just last season was yeah. a disaster for him. But I think it's. But it's, he, man, you you think see, that that was the thing I take away from it is uh, that he must have been an inferior recruiter because that team was so shitty. Um, I don't. 
I didn't see it didn't look like Tennessee was lost. It didn't look like they didn't know what they were doing. It looked just like they got outhorsed is what it looked like to me. So the thing is though, you know, we talk about recruiting. You can recruit all the talent in the world, but if you recruit if you have an eye for talent only and not the kind of student athlete that's going to quit in the who's who's the who's the running back Jalen something from Tennessee that basically quit on the team and oh, asked for a transfer and um, and became a receiver somewhere else. Yeah, like if you are if you recruit talented kids, but they're all douchebags that quit on you and uh, you know don't practice and stuff like that. That means you're a bad recruiter. So I I don't know, but Tennessee has been so bad that I don't know it ma- if it matters how shitty Tennessee their the, their record is this year. They Jalen Hurd, Jalen Hurd. So. Um, I mean, for Tennessee, what's the minimum number of wins for for Jeremy Pruitt that is going to be called a success? He's not going to be on the hot seat regardless. I think uh, a success this year is to make it to a bowl game. Just go 6-6, six and six, which will be hard to do. Yeah. But that would be a success. They'll beat Vanderbilt, maybe? I mean, they, they, have the, they always have an easy November where it's Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Missouri, and like, I don't know, Appalachian State or something. I don't know that they're going to beat Missouri this year. Yeah, it's 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 a. Uh, I mean, historically, November should set it should set them up to be bowl eligible, but we gotta blame somebody else. Yeah, it's not gonna be Jeremy Pruitt. Yeah. Well, because I think that, especially if you have uh, Phil Fulmer, who basically manipulated the industry, the people in charge, and the media. And Krispy Kreme Donuts, am I right? <laughs> hey Against his predecessor to get him fired so that he could take over, which is what happened. That's not a conspiracy theory, Oh, yeah, theory, he pushed right? him out the door. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then you are staking your own reputation on Jeremy Pruitt if you're Phil Fulmer. So Pruitt's safe if they go 0-12 this year. Yes, he would be. All the blame, at least from the administration, is going to go on the previous administration and the previous coaching staff. Yes, 100%. That being said, Tennessee looks like talk shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, they they played a team which will make a bowl game, mm-hmm. will challenge the Big Twelve, will start out like eight and zero, nine and zero because they don't play anybody, and they're headlined by a quarterback that'll be a first round pick, and they've got a first round wide receiver. Well, then they're probably going to go zero and eight in the SEC. Yeah, because the talent the talent will, doesn't stop with West Virginia. Yeah. other teams are just as talented. There are some good quarterbacks in yeah. the SEC. SEC is not going to play anybody, so they're all going to be bowl eligible. And they could probably run the table in the Big 12. Yeah. Um, it's time. Ooh, for what? It is time for Creel, you and I, to adjust our Illinois schedule <sighs> prediction for the end of the year. This is real depressing. You and I, I called... Was... The Kent State game a coin flip, I believe. So we weren't wrong. We weren't wrong. That, we for called it not wrong. A seventeen point favorite with, uh, <laughs> for us to call it a coin flip. Yeah, that that's that says a lot about us. We should go to Vegas. We could run that. Town. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the final? Obviously, it's not thirty one twenty four. I think 24. I think they won by. So they didn't yeah. cover against Kent State. No. And honestly, Illinois and Kent State are probably of equal talent. I I would uh, agree. I still think Hankins' six and six prediction is a GD laughable. It's a bit of uh, too friendly with Illinois. Uh, I, I was able to watch the parts of the second half via the internet, 
And Illinois, they don't look good, Hankins. I know Lovey's your boy, but this team is going to struggle. Did you see any shots of the uh, uh, the fans wearing that beard? You know, what? I forgot to really look. <laughs> Hankins and I were watching it together, and they, you know, they explain explain to everybody what the the yeah. Lovey Smith has a beard, and it's a pretty good looking beard. It is a like <laughs> it's it, not it even is a old. Good... It is old man gray. Uh, uh, contrasted against his very black skin, Mm -hmm. it looks great. Mm -hmm. And as a gimmick, Illinois is selling uh, fake beards for people to put on. I think they were free giveaways, like a bat night or something. No one's going to buy that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so during some boring part of the game, which I imagine was 58 minutes of it, they threw the the camera to the the crowd, and there was a co-ed wearing... A fake lovey beard. Mm. Did it turn Hankins you on? and I were watching the game. Turn you guys Hagen, on. And I believe, punched me in the shoulder three times, and I had to act mm-hmm. like it didn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and said, look at that shit. Look at that motherfucker. Creel's probably dying right now. Creel's probably dying inside right now. Um, so, uh, we're going bowling. Uh, still going right bowling? Now. Well, it's I will make even better. This, I will make this, uh, this announcement right here. When the fighting Illini make the bowl game, I don't care where it is. I will be in attendance on the road correspondent for the fighting Illini. My goal is to get into a press conference and get to talk to Lovey Smith. Oh, I'm Lord. going to where, wherever this bowl game is, Creel. I am going. So just get ready to see me on TV with a giant Lovey Smith fucking fathead holding it up. I will just dye my gray, I will. my beard totally gray. <laughs> I'm going to be there, Creel. I'm C- going to be there. Where does the 14th best team in the Big Ten go bowling usually? Um, zing. <laughs> uh, Higgins, well, Higgins, I mean, here. right now you're talking about the second, the team that is number two in the Big Ten West, <laughs> tied, the Fighting Illini of Illinois. Tied, tied, uh, tied for first in the about. entire conference. Um, so, Hankins, you know what? With your stature, your personality, and our ability to make a perfectly passable fake media credential. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who, do- <laughs> who doesn't have access to a, to a laminator? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The that's actually my wrestling name, by the way, <laughs> the Laminator, um, and Steve Laminator. <laughs> we could probably get you in there. Like, who's gonna yeah. fuck with you? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I I think that's great. The thing is, our so our Patreon account. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to support us, the Throw the Flag Network, uh, you can do so at patreoncom TTF. That's p a t r e o n.com/ttf. I would like to right now. I want to get a billboard somewhere mm-hmm. in in Birmingham, Auburn, Tuscaloosa, Huntsville. But man, if if Illinois goes bowling, we can't. We we're we're gonna have to help you offset the cost somehow. Yeah, we will, but we won't. <laughs> we, we won't have to. We won't have to. It's not so gonna happen. Big Ten number seven goes to the Armed Forces Bowl. Oh, that's um, in uh, DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, big that 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 looks good. That looks like a possibility. That's that's um, like December twenty third or something like that. It's yeah, uh, it's right before Christmas. Love to go to DC in the winter. <laughs> I don't. You're not taking my joy, guys. You're not taking this from me. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's let's revisit this uh, this season for Illinois. So week one, one and zero. Creel and I called it a coin flip. We called it a coin flip. Yeah, yeah. Next week they called Western Illinois, and I think Creel and I. 
That was the one win we gave. Them. That was the only guaranteed that we were going to give uh, the Illinois was against Western Illinois week two. But I'm going to call that a coin flip now. I'm moving that from guarantee to coin flip. How could you move that worse? Just because, because Illinois because didn't cover, they still won. They used a lot of mojo to pull out that win, and I don't think they can go back to the tank again. The tank is empty. Dry? Yeah, Damn. sounds yeah. like momentum to me, Krill. Yep. Sounds like Uncle Mo is wearing that gray gray beard. Um, yeah, I think I, that's gonna be so. Best case scenario, two and zero. Maybe. Yeah. So I'm saying two and zero. Okay. All right. And I think that because I'm in the middle of YouTube, we'll take mine. We'll sure. Call it two sure. And yeah. We'll round up. USF neutral field. Loss. Yeah, loss. Loss. Two and one. Blake Barnett, former Alabama quarterback, Blake Barnett. Yeah. Yeah, y'all going to stake your hopes on Blake fucking Barnett. Good, good luck with that, boys. Well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. That's a dub. That's a That's dub. That's a dub? <laughs> Be- because we went with me last time, we're going to go with me this time, and I'm calling that a loss. Two and one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say coin flip, but two and one. Penn, Penn State... Loss. Loss. Uh, did we see Penn State play? Saquon Barkley ain't there. Put it on the board. A four? Duh. No. No thanks. <laughs> um, off week. We're going to be bowl eligible before fucking November. So <laughs> we. So this is. So that's that's an L. So we're calling that two and two. Uh, then they get to lick their wounds and then go to Piscataway, New Jersey. Piscataway? East Rutherford? I think it's East Rutherford. Uh, They get to go to East Rutherford and play the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. I am going to say Lovey Smith comes out of New Jersey with a W. Three and two. Three and two Lovey Smith. At best, coin flip. Lovey Smith at this point, let's keep in mind, is halfway through the season. Not even halfway through the season. And has half of the wins he needs for Hankins to go bowling. (laughs) Going bowling, baby! Purdue at home. L. Loss. Dub. (laughs) Three and three. At Wisconsin. You saw those bums play on Thursday night. Straight (laughs) dub. (laughs) That's an L at Wisconsin. So this is three and three going into the Wisconsin game. Yeah, so three and four. Three and four. Hankins. Wisconsin. (laughs) Hey, man, we can't win them all. Uh, (laughs) We can't win them all. We can't win them all. But it's going to be tighter than you want to give it credit for. <laughs> hey, man, uh, that's a noon start. Who knows what can happen? Crazy things can happen. But I, I, I don't think we pull that one out. Uh, at Maryland, that's an L. That's a loss. That's a big old L. Dub. Back on the winning ways. Uh, Minnesota at home. Loss. Probably an L, but yeah. I'm going to say Minnesota, who struggled with the bums they played for a half. But they got uh, that row dub. the boat, row that bitch up, dub, fighting the line now. <laughs> I'm going to say win against Minnesota. So that's what? So you what? got him up to four wins. That's four and five. Yeah. At Nebraska. Probably a loss. We haven't seen anything Assuming that Nebraska actually gets to play a game yeah. by week nine. Yeah. <laughs> they are playing a national championship coach. Uh, I don't think we can make that one work. Okay. At, at Nebraska. Yep. Um, so four and six. So they'd have to win these other two games to go to make it to a bowl. Uh, then they have Iowa at home. Ooh, Iowa at home. That's a loss. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. The definitely spirit of the sick kids. Yes, you can wave goodbye as we're getting ready to go bowling. 
Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna call that. Yeah, that's a hard five and seven. And then at Northwestern, that's that's an L two. I'm gonna I'm loss. gonna say five and seven. Five, five and seven, seven total for. And that's best case scenario. I am upgrading. The word so best. I have upgraded after week one from two and ten to five and seven. From two and ten to five and seven. Ugh. Because they they were able to win a game as a seventeen point favorite at home in Kent State. So okay, all right against Kent State. All right. Um, so you're telling me even with you guys being um, completely uh, what's the word I'm looking for prejudiced um, against the Fighting Illini, all we got to do is beat South Florida and we're going bowling. Based on everything else, you guys already you guys have already picked. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. yeah. Book it, baby. Book that ticket. But that's the thing, though. Is six and six good enough in the Big Ten to be number? There's a the lot of spots best in the. They're gonna have to end up like at the Little Caesars Bowl or something. Oh man! Like as a. When, when, we'll go. We'll go as a as a as a, a independent. I don't give a shit. We're going bowling. Right. 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 Well, that is interesting. We'll have to do this every week. We'll do do the wrap up. Yeah, for sure. And see what happens next. Um. Well, I'm gonna get a full like Santa Claus suit. It, it will be a pre. Uh, it will be a pre New Year's bowl. Yeah. But it will be somewhere near Christmas. I go full Santa Claus suit with a dark gray beard. In gonna, in Illini colors. It's gonna oh, look it's good. Gonna, it's gonna look good. It's gonna be dope. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it on all the TV shows. Hey, guys, I'll go with you. No, 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 no non-believers will be allowed. I just upgraded them to 250% from two to five. Late to the bandwagon, buddy. Should have got on the the love train long ago. People (laughs) all over the world, join Mm. in. Start the lovey train. Mm. Auburn, Washington. We gonna bowl tonight. <laughs> Quite possibly one of the uh, sloppiest games I've seen. God, in sloppiest years. game I saw since the Freedom Bowl: Muscle Shoals versus <laughs> Chaminade Madonna. That Chaminade Madonna is the name of an actual Florida high school. Wow, that played a high school uh, from Alabama in Atlanta that uh, boasts Hankins' uh, cousin as starting running back. Number one in the program. Cannot wait till he signs with. Cannot wait till he signs with Illinois. (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. The game was very sloppy. Lots of flags. Lots Uh, of flags. Uh, Three pass interference calls against Auburn got declined because the the number two on Washington caught it anyway. Yeah. My least my least favorite uh, play in college football, the fade, um, was just perfected by Washington. Yeah. Uh, four, three missed field goals uh, and combined. Two missed, two extra points. Going for two that were they're way too gimmicky. Just I'm, run your offense. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. Okay, because yes. five he years was very, very angry during that two point. Conversion. Five, five years ago to the day, Auburn played Washington State, and it may have been Malzahn's first year. I can't remember, but. Auburn just kept going for two. They went up eight to nothing. Then they went up sixteen nothing. Then they made, it was twenty two to nothing. Then mm-hmm. it, they kept going for two over and over and over again. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like Washington State's nobody. Yeah. And you don't need this. Like if you're playing, if it's the greatest opener of all time or something like that, and and you want to get a jump on your your opponent, fine. But like, 
you can practice going for two in, in practice. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, and then you lose by one, yeah. you look like a fucking asshole. And they, at, at points when it was 16 to 15, it was just like, this is what happens. Like This has nothing to do with an Alabama fan. I was right. praying to God that they lost by one. Yeah, me too. I don't understand that. What is the thinking behind that? Well, I think it's just to, to start off the game is like, hey, we're up 8 nothing. Now they got to chase the two points the whole game, and we are good to go. Like It's to get it out of the way. and I guess they, they felt that very – they they scored on their very first drive, so it's like we got this momentum. Like we, yeah. We're running our offense. They can't stop us. We'll do it one more time. But then instead of having Sidham take the snap, it's just all types of gimmick stuff, and it just blew up. So – I res- like I think it's crazy to go for two in that situation regardless. However, I would respect if Gus Malzahn just wanted to fucking grab his dick and shake it at them to the degree is like, we just scored on y'all so easily. We're going to go for two. We're going to line up our offense, and we're going to get two points on you. I-, I can at least respect that. I don't respect wacky, crazy, line them up all the way to the left, line them up all the way to the right, do some fun. Right. It never the swinging, works. The swinging gate, John. The right, swinging right. gate. It yeah. never works. Well, that's... Um, I, go ahead. And you're Auburn. You're fucking Auburn. Yeah, you're, you're not, not... Mike Leach. Samford. It's not Troy State you're Auburn. trying to do an upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if I was a fan, I would be pissed. Um, but, hey, they won the game, whatever. Uh, what bugs me even more about it is the way that the play that they chose, because it, not just the gimmicky lining up all the way to the uh-huh. left, but they just they ran all the way to the right. Yeah, they ran into four defenders. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is one Auburn player going to truck four defenders into the end zone? I don't know. Truck stick. Must have been a big miscommunication. I don't know what happened, but it didn't look good. And then at the end of the game, they're up twenty-one to fifteen. If Washington scores a touchdown, it's it's game over. They lose twenty-two twenty-one. Yeah, which is why they had to go for it again, and they and missed they, that they too. Didn't get it. So and yeah. CBS almost missed the play. Oh, no, they did. They didn't even have a good replay of it. Like they didn't even. They show never me. showed. Yeah. They didn't show a replay to like three quarters later. Yeah. Well, um, can you blame them? Who the fuck's going to do that after the first score? The answer: Gus Malzahn let let Yep. Um, did like, we learn? Did we learn anything about Auburn? Because I, I don't believe, I don't believe that the inconsistencies and the uh, the lack of of offense really. I don't think that's who they really are. Um, I don't know. I, I'm my problem. My problem is this: is I give Washington zero credit for being good. You hate, Washington. and they may be pretty good. I fucking hate them. Um, I give them zero credit for being good. So I felt like Auburn should have just steamrolled them. And when Auburn was on, that's what they did. Like those last two drives when Washington was trying to come back, the Auburn defensive line literally ate the offensive receivers and consumed their bodies and took their essences and used that essence as strength strength to go and attack Jake Browning, which I loved. Uh, This was the closest I've ever been to rooting for Auburn because I hate Washington so much. But – did did you guys come away thinking that Auburn was 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 are who they showed or was much better than they showed? Well, it's, it's like we we started the conversation. It was so sloppy. I think Auburn is a good team and can be a good team. I don't know if they are next level, uh, just destroying everybody. I think in two weeks they play LSU. It'll be a real test for Auburn's offense because I think LSU has the defense to see if Auburn can do something that will tilt me in some sort of uh, narrative where I can believe that they can go out there and win the rest of their games on their schedule. Because to me, it was just so sloppy and just 
for the middle two quarters, I didn't believe Auburn could do much on offense other than go down and they have a pretty good kicker. But other than that, I was just kind of left out, left out to, left out in the wind, just wailing around. I mean, I think it's 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 too early to tell. Just like with every everything else, I mean, is Alabama going to dominate <laughs> like like they did? Probably not. Um, uh, you know, is is uh, uh, West Virginia going to look as good as they did? Probably not. Maybe. Is, they might. Is Illinois going to go twelve and zero? Probably not. Without question. Um, but the, um, the thing is with Auburn, um, you know, take their first series of th- that game. That game was is what we've talked about. Auburn being how, uh, as Alabama fans, we are kind of ingrained to always be worried about them, which mm-hmm, we should mm-hmm, because the Iron yeah, Bowl is always goddamn the, retarded. The damn Steven's almost even. The, the <laughs> series is almost even. Yeah, if it's not. But, you know, they have been inconsistent. We've talked before on the show how uh, it's very surprising that Auburn has not had two consecutive 10-win seasons right. in got, uh, however long. Um, and that game was is just evocative of what the program has been. Their first their first series go down, they, they march down the field like world beaters and score with no problem. Twitter crowns their ass. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they struggle for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. So the thing is... Is Stidham going to perform like that the rest of the year? No, he's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, are is is Auburn's uh, secondary going to perform like that all year? No, they're going to be better. Um, I think that what we saw is the potential for Auburn to win every every single game, and it again come down to you have to beat Alabama, you have to beat Georgia. You have to be perfect against those teams, and you can't shit the bed like they did against LSU in the second half last year. And if you do that, you have your ticket punch to the playoffs. Right. So I don't think there's any less. I don't think we learned anything new because yeah. that's exactly yeah. what we said last. Um, do they have the potential to do that? Absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I am almost of the mindset that Malzahn knew that he had better horses in the barn, and he just had a relatively conservative game plan just to get out of there with a win and kind of keep something close to the vest for when they get to conference play. I don't know. Because it felt like they – So ahead, risky. I was, I'm going to say it's so risky. I, I, mean, I don't know playing, if I got that feeling. It's just like you're they – You're playing the, the sixth best team in the country Yeah. on paper. The sixth best team in the country who the, is – The sixth rank. Got the their asses rank. beat the last time they played in that stadium. Time zones, baby. Um, and who athletically up and down the you're probably Auburn position wise is probably better than them, you know, man for man, like 19 of the positions. Yeah, like At Jake least. Browning is a pretty good quarterback. Uh, for college, he's a really good quarterback. Guess what? Auburn's got one that's at least as good as him, and that's probably the closest two positions, you know, that's the closest two guys uh, to each other on the thing, man. I just, yes, they, he was throwing some nice fade passes. Um, They were getting some shots down the field, but they weren't fast enough to get away from the guys. And when they got to the red zone, they could not score. I just think that they knew they had this thing licked. And so they're like, yeah, we'll get out of here with a dub and uh, we will see what happens versus LSU. Does that ever happen? I don't think so. Does any like high, I, you know, Angus? I I don't want to sound so so uh, so counter. Man, that, but, explain it to him. But like, Angus, this don't happen. <laughs> I mean, like, you you you're Auburn. You're you're not UTSA. You're not you're not Sanford, like you said. Um, 
you you have players that bring the inten- uh, intensity every single week. No day hashtag no days off. Uh, like a liver with two beer mugs. Like it's it's just like I I, I don't think they I, I think they were up for that game. I think they well, were. You're, su- you're you're talking about two different things, Sean. I'm not talking about the players and their effort. I'm talking about the play the planning. The play calling itself going yeah. into the game. Let's use basic, basic, basic stuff. Let's not give LSU any tape to look well, at. If that's your mindset, do why year. do you go for two after after your first? Yeah, touchdown? that seems that like you thing, want to keep that, that two points for the LSU game. That thing, I don't know. I don't understand that. But I didn't see anything out of their offense that looked um, exotic. Nothing that looked. You know, it's like they they. They clearly had one running. Uh, Booby became the running back, um, but they didn't feature him in a way that Auburn features their feature back. You know, they they split time with him. Yeah. So I mean, they're trying to look at both guys. It's very similar to what Alabama did with Louisville. You know, you're and it's the same thing with like next week. You're not going to see exotic play calls out of these SEC teams who are now playing. You know directional state next next week it's gonna be very simple just get it done because you don't want to put anything on tape for the the big boys to see and i felt like that's how auburn treated washington well i like that big boy shit i love that bad boy shit bad boy shit uh yeah no i mean i i get it i i get what you're saying that i mean i I would think if that theory that theory might up might uh might have some credence if Auburn was up twenty-one nothing, and then the second half they just sat on the ball. Or if but you're Alabama were, playing Louisville, but they were down in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. If they're if they're sitting yeah. on their good stuff, like you should fire Mal's on. Like yeah. that sh- that shouldn't be acceptable. It's like yeah. you've got to win this one if you want to feel like you have any sort of momentum to win anything else. I agree. So I, I don't well, know. Well, sure, they were always going to win the game, but these coaches, I don't these know. coaches know I when don't they know. look at tape. Man, these coaches know when they look at tape, these dudes cannot play with my guys, and all we have to do is execute. That is literally all we have to do. And that was that's where Auburn, that's where the plan falls apart, is Auburn didn't execute crisply in the second through the four, third quarters. Um, if if Auburn had played their best game, they would have blown those fuckers off the field. They're, they weren't even close. The, like the last two drives that Washington had to go win the football game, they looked pedestrian because there was nine people in the backfield literally beating up the quarterback. They were literally, I think I said, how many times during the game did I say, Sean? Man, they are whipping his damn ass back there. You, uh, you called a lot of things in that game to the point where I thought you had, like, DVR'd it. <laughs> You're like, uh, by the way, they're gonna, they're gonna strip the ball on this play. And, mm. uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll see. Uh, Auburn next week... They probably play a, an Arkansas State type team, um, and you know it's it, it's just the nature of the of their season. Yeah, they 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 play the the Hornets of Alabama State. Yeah, from Montgomery. Um, so well, they better wear a condom. It's a long time away from the Crampton Bowl. Hey, kids, you have to explain this. <laughs> let me let me set the stage, and you and and uh, allow for your do name moi. Uh, Alabama A and M from Huntsville, uh-huh. or or normal Alabama, I yes, should say. To be exact, uh, uh, their main rival is interstate. The Alabama State Hornets. The Alabama State Hornets from Montgomery. Uh huh. Uh huh. And Magic what, City Bowl every year. 
Big rivalry game. Everybody's going crazy, getting up for it. I attended Throwing Alabama A and M University Battle of the Bands, uh, and so, the, one of the first things I learned. Go ahead, Sean. I think so. so. Uh, it, it, to to frame this for Creel, Creel and I went to a high school called Grissom High School. Our main rival was Huntsville High School, even though it was like five A and two A at the time. And uh, our main line of attack was uh, against Huntsville. Were that there were all hippies? Yeah, you wore tie dye the Friday before the game to make cause... fun of them. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Even though everybody like listened to Fish Man and yeah. like Dave Matthews Man. Okay, so that was like the the running joke about what was the running joke that the Alabama A&M Bulldogs had about the Alabama State Hornets? They all had AIDS. There you go. How did that start? Somebody just told me they all had AIDS and was like, you know what? That guy's been here longer than me. He probably knows. Those those cats have got AIDS down there. Is it because Montgomery is such an underserved community in the way of social services, uh, family planning? Um, maybe it's a little bit more conservative, so there's not a lot of condoms around. I think it's because they all had dirty dicks and vaginas and they used <laughs> to put them together. And they would brew up a little AIDS for everybody. And primarily, their uniforms were a different color than ours. Ah, of course. Bulldog, 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 you. Are you aware of any line of attack Alabama State had against A&M? They probably said we had AIDS too, if I had to guess. (laughs) Everybody's got AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. All right. Um, I'm I'm gonna say, at least for this week... We talk about we we do tight this week. Oh, by the way, there was no freak of the week. Did this you guys week. keep it on that channel the whole time? Uh, we went to that awful high school football game. Uh huh. And was that on a Saturday? Yeah, it was yeah. It, it, ten a.m. Saturday morning. Come on, Atlanta. The, come on. The Freedom Bowl. Freedom Bowl <laughs> was not one game. It included. It involved eight teams. It also was not a tournament. It was just a series just, of four games. Sure. So you guys missed the the pregame stuff. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yard it, move back, whatever. Um, I did not see a freak of the week. Did not see if there was a freak of the week, I missed it. Mm. And I just think it. I think I would have felt it if there had been one. I don't think Mm. there was one. And it might be because they were at a a game that didn't involve two SEC. Yeah, and maybe Dennis. Maybe Dennis Dodd sued them, and uh, they're holding up the the segment because until the lawsuit is settled. Dennis Dodd. Oh, that wasn't Dennis Dodd. That was somebody on The Athletic. It was somebody else. No, fuck Dennis Dodd. Okay. You were right, right in first place. All right. mm-hmm. um, I'm going to suggest this week we just talk about the Alabama game and and save Tide Talk for the games that are going to involve a lot of hand-wringing after the credits. Sure. So, yeah. uh, <clears throat> that was one of the most relaxing Alabama games I've ever experienced. I have never been here. I've never had the here we go again. I hate this game. Ha ha ha. I can't believe we got to go through another season of this shit. Um, and this game was representative of the entire offseason to me. It was relaxing. Uh, I mean, Tua needs to never fucking spin around and fire off his back foot again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care how it turned yeah. out. If he, if he he's is. two for two so far, Sean. <laughs> he did it against Vanderbilt too last year. No, but a lot of your your points are right. Is that if everything holds up, the team's going to be really really good. Her, Kirk Herb Street said, "If we see Tua uh, come out for the first series, I hate to break it to you, Alabama's going to score forty or fifty. Um, I think uh, uh, Feinbaum not, not uh, Feinbaum may have said that this is one of the best 
offense. This is the best offense that uh, uh, Saban's ever had, which when you have a pick between Jalen Hurts to uh, to a Tunga, Tunga Viola and Damian Harris is in Damian Harris and Najee Harris are also in your backfield. You have uh, a offensive line full of non-freshmen, I believe mm-hmm. maybe our right yep. tackle mm-hmm. is a freshman. Uh, I would say, and, and three very young, not quite Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, or Julio Jones, but maybe 80% of that, 75% of one of those receivers. There are at least three DJ Halls. Yeah. Um, I would say you're right. Which is how I measure all receivers. How many DJ Halls do you think that guy is? Um, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know Louisville was known for their defense, if they will be known for no. their defense for the rest of the season. but They won't. It's, I, uh, I don't think we learned a damn thing because I think Louisville is much worse than I would have given them credit for being. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we learned a lot more about Louisville than we did. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I will say, and this message goes out to Nick Saban, it is irresponsible to let Jalen in a game that isn't forty to nothing. <laughs> putting him in, it was twenty-one to nothing at the time. And what happened? Nothing. <laughs> Couldn't get any first downs, overthrowing people, throwing it over the middle, almost decapitating Devontae Smith. It's, it's dangerous. It really is dangerous to get him to try to operate an offense like that. He doesn't have the tools. He can't do it, period, full stop. If you want to put him in there, give him some, give him simpler stuff to do. <laughs> he cannot do it. It's, it's like if you were... All right, Sean, you're in charge of a TV... You're the CEO of ABC. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. giving you this sitcom. It's called Family Matters. It's about mm-hmm. a boring family in Chicago. This guy's a cop. Boring? But, get this. One episode, this wacky character comes in, Urkel. Yeah. Boom! Everyone's talking about it on Twitter. Okay. Urkel, okay. give me to okay. Urkel. Urkel comes in, he dances, and he yeah, yeah, yeah. says, can yeah, I yeah. do that? And he spills some stuff. Yeah. Oh, is he, is he prone to accidents? Oh, he's very prone to is accidents. He a, is he a clumsy Gus? But get this. Your boy... Uh-huh is Eddie Winslow over there, the 14-year-old. That's oh, yeah. your boy. Yeah. You were in the casting call. Was Eddie Winslow 14 in that show? I think starting out. He, the actor was like 50 But cents. get this, the next script is Eddie goes to an R-rated movie and he doesn't tell his parents about it. Ooh, juicy. Down, do you go with that story or do you go with the story of Urkel works at the movie theater and... Uh, he puts too much popcorn, too much oil in the yeah, popcorn yeah. machine? Yes, a big old accident, popcorn everywhere, and it's like it's like Lucy with. Uh, the, hang on, hang on, guys. Yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. I'm sorry. What do you hang go on. with? What hang, do hang you on, go hang with? On, hang on, stop, stop, stop the podcast. This is the best goddamn analogy that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have one question for you, um, as head of ABC. Yeah, which yeah. I don't understand why I am not better at delegating, and why I've not farmed out this decision to like <laughs> why a you showrunner. You are a micromanager because you I got I got perfect strangers. Sure. I got step by step to worry yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mama's family might still be on at this point. Yeah, yeah. So listen, full house, but the Olsen girls is still a baby, so you don't have to worry about that yet. Family t- family matters is my baby. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, does he say I did I do that after the popcorn pops out? Yeah, of course. God, yeah. fuck, that's good. <laughs> I'm gonna say shelf the Eddie Winslow. Or it could be the it could be the Film B plot. It. it could Film be the, the C plot right on the now. episode. That's the C plot. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, save it for a B plot if there's time, but film it, but shelve it. Yeah. For the inevitable uh, inevitability uh, when Jaleel White um, ODs on heroin, sure, because he's gonna get big. This of kid's course, going man. going and then far. People get in his ear. They take him to a club or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but you got Michelle just for whenever Julio dies of his own doing. Y- you have to go with Urkel. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. money maker. Urkel, yeah, hundred percent. He's gonna sell sell T-shirts, sell DVDs. I tell you what, only sell run stuff the on Eddie iTunes. Winslow storyline if we're up forty to nothing. There you go. Okay. My point exactly. I make it. I I, I understand it. Hankins, what are yeah. your thoughts? <sighs> okay. All right. Free is right on principle. Mm-hmm. Um, I I disagree with Creel in that. I think it's fine to put Jalen in. Whenever you want to stick him in, I think it's fine. But the ultimate point is you have to have a package for him. And I don't mean it has to be crazy wildcat. I don't mean any of that thing. You have to have a certain set of plays that Jalen Hurts can run. Um, and you stick him in and you run those plays and you get some. You get the defense on its heels. You get the defense confused. Whatever those plays are, whether they're, they're going to be running based um, or very, very simple passes. Um, but you stick that stuff in, and you see what happens. And if you can, and if while he's doing that drive, you can set him up to throw one, you know, kind of deep after they're biting on the run. Do it, but you have to use him in his best capacity. And and I, I throw out what happened on on Saturday because again, I think it was similar to Auburn. There's like let's just see what we've got, what he's capable of. We know the game is in hand, but going down the line. I don't think you have to – I don't think, you know, anybody has to come out and say that oh, Tua is definitely the quarterback. Everybody knows Tua is the quarterback. But you use Jalen where you can and you get what you can out of him because, my God, it's, it's, it is an embarrassment of riches. You have an opportunity here to do something so fucking crazy. You have an opportunity to have not – like the, the gap between Hurts and Tebow – is large, but the gap between Tua and and Chris Leak is massive. So you ultimately have a better combo than those two was. Um, do you use them? Just fucking use them. So my 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 response to that is there are two scenarios in which the, you you are using Jalen in the assumingly narrow set of plays that actually he can operate well on. But I don't even know if those exist. Scenario one is that you're 40 points up, so none of it matters. Mm -hmm. You're just... Mm -hmm. And scenario two is you're using him to... Placate him, make him feel that's good, so I, that that's he sticks what I don't around. Get is like uh, you're just keep you're just and doing the why. In scenario two, are we operating under the assumption that there is a set of plays? There's a narrow playbook in which Jalen can perform better than Tua in that. I don't. I don't know. Yes, because in that I don't want Tua to run the ball ever. Yeah. To me, it doesn't benefit well, Jalen. He's, to, he's better at running the ball. Yes. They're, they're burning Fucking, his eligibility. No, he's not better than running. It's, he's not better at running the ball than Jalen Hurts. I don't want him. To, I don't want. I don't want him to run know. into a. I disagree with you. I disagree too. Based on what I saw, we in, saw in Florida win a fucking national championship with this strategy. However, we watched it happen. However, what I do, what I do get worried about is having to uh, run into a group of four hog mollies that are going to break his legs. That I think that's a fair concern. And I'm not saying like like sacrifice Jalen. I'm saying Jalen's better built to he's built and I, for I that. Think, I think Tua gives you more flexibility in what you can call because if Jalen's in there and I'm a defense, I blitz him every play. I don't mm-hmm. stop bringing heat. If Tua's back there, I'm like, crap, I gotta have yeah. three extra guys back in coverage. somehow he can spin out and, and, and I think, end around. And I think Tua's runs will eventually evolve to the point of, it'll just be like, if no one's open, he can he can run it for six yards to get out of bounds. I yeah. think that'll be more of the game plan going forward and less called runs. 
Yeah, I hope I, so. At least. I hate those like called runs up the middle yeah. or off tackle. Yeah, like, yeah. it should never. He's a happen tiny to little baby boy. There it should be no should called not. runs. For I agree. Him. You, I agree. You have a tank that is capable of doing that. There's <laughs> again, Florida did this forever. This is not new. This is we're not breaking ground here. Florida had two quarterbacks during much of the Spurrier era, and then even Urban Meyer's first go around when he had Tebow on the bench. Use the motherfuckers. That's why the jump pass existed. It was something Tebow could do when he was young. Yes, Jalen's not going to progress any further as a passer. You know, maybe he gets two to four percent better. Whatever. He's still that that offense that you're talking about didn't work. Got us to the second half of the national championship game last year. Yeah. I don't wrong. know what we're talking about. <laughs> why? I don't know why Hankins, we keep asking Hankins. who the starter is. Why can't we just say we're playing with two quarterbacks? Hankins, we can win a million Emmys if we go with Urkel as the lead. Oh, man. Oh, man. If we keep Eddie in there, we might we might win like 20 Emmys. <laughs> we go with Urkel, a no. million Emmys. You, T-shirts, you can win the action same figures, dances. Oh, like do, like the Urkel. Yeah, doing the Urkel. Do you remember when Look, they did the Urkel are you, on the rooftop Krill, of that party? Krill, are mm-hmm. you here to tell me? Are you here to tell me that the um, Eddie Winslow powered "I Am a Winslow Son" uh, video experiment was not fucking hilarious? Oh, I didn't see this. When Eddie had that music video where he was the Winslow King, and all the family got mad at him, and they had to do one that was later called "All in the Family" or whatever. Um, you can you can get. You can get some mileage out of the Winslow King. Ain't nobody like you, that. So you have two quarterbacks. Use them. No, 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 no. If if, if uh, so, listen. If we can move this to Roseanne, uh, which Becky Connor is Tua, and which Becky Connor is? Is it Becky, the one that got yeah, replaced Becky, by Sarah Chalk? Becky has the two the two characters. Um, I see. I think Tua is the original Becky because it, it's it's a the better of the two, in my opinion. And Sarah Chalky is the second Becky, the bastardized version, the rundown. This doesn't look right. Why is she here? So mean to Jalen. Yeah, that's so that's mean. the second Becky. I I I I think that it sounds like we're not appreciative of what Jalen has done for the program, Mm-mm. which is incorrect. We are. I am. I don't know about you. I mean, but just think of like uh, how much better. You know how at easy were this this I, past week. I can't weekend? do another TGIF. You could you, you could be at e. You could, that could have been you all last year. Just at ease. Just it's fifty to fourteen. I don't know if it could have. I I think I think uh, Tua needed the the dead garbage time plays to grow a little bit. But now he's there's ready. going to be a game or two this year where Tua throws four picks or ain't happening. Throws three gonna... picks and two fumbles. That's gonna happen. Um, having a quarterback who is engaged and active and w- able to go in and calm things down will probably be a benefit at some point this year. Um, when LSU is blitzing every third play and they're crushing Tua, it would be nice to have somebody who can just say, all right, give me the ball. I'm going to take, take one read. If Jerry Judy ain't open, I'm taking the fuck off and I can absorb these blows. There's no reason to have a weapon and not use it. That's just crazy talk. Eddie Winslow can be a <laughs> weapon. I will grant you that. Maybe two out of the twenty-six episodes you put on a year, he's the he's the feature. But you gotta have that strong B plot. You gotta have Urkel like as his wingman on a date. 
They're going to the prom so, together. So, listen, 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 listen. So, so I, I don't, I don't think that you are saying that we should ne- never use Jalen. He but, said use Jalen when we're up garbage time. Yes, he's saying sparingly. use Jalen in very, garbage time. That is very, very, very Hankins, can you agree that Tua should start every game? Of course he should start every game. Okay. That's not a question. We're saying the same uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, move, <laughs> moving on to something Didn't that, know we had such an Eddie apologist. Oh my god, fucking Team Eddie over there. Let me guess, also Team... God damn it, I was hoping I would remember the... The the Wolverine the werewolf's name from Twilight but Team Edward Jacob Jacob, Jacob. okay yeah <laughs> God you're such a Jacob uh, who's the vampire's name Edward the, Edward Edward Rob Jacob mm. uh, so after the game Nick Saban said to stage Sage Steel what what was the name of the Maria Taylor <laughs> Summer, Somerset, Somerset Sarsaparilla. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, she asks how he feels. Uh, she asks Nick Saban how he feels about the quarterback situation now. Uh, Saban said, "I like both of them. Quit trying to give me to throw one of them under the bus. Yeah, something stop like trying that, to, yeah. to make me throw yeah. uh, one of them under the bus, which isn't what she was saying no. at all." Um, mm, I'm going to disagree, Sean. I know you're a Somerset Maria Taylor apologist, but <laughs> I'm Team um, Jacob on this one. I'm not, if He's she's asking him to say which one's the starter and which one's the backup, and I don't think he wants to do that. I I I, I don't disagree with that. I, I I can understand that, and I don't think he's fucking has to do it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, and he's can't... been asked that question every day for I don't know damn near a year now. And he really should have just brought out that cold ass family matters analogy. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I think that so I would maybe understand his reaction if this was seconds after like an Auburn Washington game, if you were playing the number six ranked team in the country, the number ninth ranked team in the country, and you eke out a win, and it's like God, I'm so amped up, I'm so whatever. He won. What was the final? Fifty-one to seven. Fourteen. Like, come on, man. Like. He, he, he since use, apologized. He, he could use a chill pill, but I think he he, he he's got to stop beating around the bush. And he did today, like yeah. announce Jalen's gonna or Tua's gonna be the starter. Yeah, he announced it at the press conference, but yeah. he should just said like, uh, you know, done it a little bit more diplomatically. I know there was a lot of stuff late in the game that really made him mad, and it just yeah. carried over, and he just couldn't yep. leave and, it there. And Saban so. is one to, I mean, he's always gonna be annoyed at everything. Right? They so. they said after yeah. the game, uh, you know, he's gonna be more upset with winning fifty one to fourteen yeah. than whatever seventeen yeah. thirteen. Absolutely. So, yeah. It was just one of the things that it was just sort of boiled over, and he was just tired and cranky and didn't want to do it, so it, it came off very badly and poorly for him. And, and of course, everybody's got their knives out today. Fuck them. Taylor Zarzer, fuck you. Um, it is that shit. It is that, that's A, its own brand for him. B, mm-hmm. if that had been um, any male reporter, Agreed. it would not Agreed. have been, they totally would not have taken it nearly hard. And he and would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> and done the exact same thing. And furthermore, he is managing a delicate situation where all off season he had a meddling father saying the kid was going to transfer. Yeah. He had the kid get his feelings hurt by something that Tua said. He is trying to handle this situation, and he does not want anybody to have anything to point to to say, "Aha, see, coach has made a decision. He's lost faith or gained faith in the other." He is trying. Nobody ask. Nobody ever ask him. Well, uh, why is Jerry Judy lined up as the one receiver sixty percent of the time? And uh, 
Um, Devontae Smith is lined up in the slot. Nobody ever asked that question. It's a sexy question. I get it. But everybody knew. All of us knew who was going to be the starter. This controversy is fucking manufactured. It's clear after the game who is the number one. After as soon yeah. as as soon as Tua completes that pass last year, we yeah. knew who the starter was. Yeah. We watched this shit. We know we know that Jalen has struggles in the passing game. We know that Alabama did not go out and get all those receivers to have Jalen fucking waste them. You know, Calvin Ridley at the end of last year appeared very frustrated in every game because he felt wasted, and they were not about to let that happen again. It was clear. It was just something that um, Joey Galloway essentially said this on on the wrap up show, like. We talked about this every time the cameras were on, and we all knew Tua was going to start. And Saban's tired of hearing the shit, and he's trying to manage a fragile kid because guess what? He's had 15 quarterbacks transfer in the last three years. <laughs> he's done with this shit. <laughs> also, Fuck. also, can I get a big who cares about this entire, like, uh, like not, not only is, is the quarterback controversy manufactured to, to a certain extent, but... I mean, the outrage of this is so manufactured because it's going to be any time a head coach yells at a reporter, people going to lose their mind. Yeah. Um, and we've said that, I, I don't know, I in anything, especially with, you know, we talked about putting ourselves in Ohio State fans' shoes, how would we, would we react? We would like to say, like, I mean, I think I, I forget if I said this on the air to, to Hankins or to you, uh, Creel, uh, over the phone, I, I would take it as a source of pride if we fired Saban over something that happened at Ohio State. Um if Brian Kelly did this, if Urban Meyer did this, if Brett Bielema, if he was actually coaching right now, <laughs> if, if he did this, I would be like, oh, the guy's an asshole and move on. Like, I, yeah, that's, I wouldn't yeah. give a shit. I wouldn't yeah. take it as like a larger character flaw or speaking to the kind yeah. of person he is. Like, who the fuck cares, man? Maybe like, but. And, and furthermore, that is why that the, the reaction they got from Saban Saturday night is why that segment exists for anyone. Yeah, for sure. But in no other, they you don't in 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 professional sports. They don't typically talk to the football coach coming off the field. They talk to him in the press conference. Um, yeah, with college, they talk to the guy in the heat of the moment. Some shit just went down. Uh, whatever the thing is, they just talk to the dude. And you know, for for every. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, don't you ever stop a song break. I have a three-line three rule for any Asia song. Yeah. For every uh, for every Saban being mean to the reporter, you know, there's a Dabo uh, promo that he cuts. There's a crazy old man crying because they upset somebody and they can't believe it. That's why they do this thing, because every, no, everybody gets mad when you just get coach speak, because that's not... That's not fun to watch. That's not interesting. So he and did what he was. He played his part. You know when you ask that motherfucker the same question you've been asking him, you're going to get that result. If they wanted a different result, they would have asked the question a different way. And how about, like, we just make this the one time the world just, like, doesn't take one side completely over the other? Like, man, you know, like, somebody died in, in, in Maryland <laughs> like within mm-hmm. the last eight months, you know, you know that like uh, there's been a history of abuse covered up in Columbus, Ohio State. God knows how many other situations happen under the in, in Florida and in Ohio State under uh, Urban Meyer. Like, man, it, it's just such a non-story. Like, who the fuck cares? But hey, I will say 
Maria Taylor handled herself perfectly. Yeah, she's she just, just like, like I, I hear you. Anyway, I hear you. Dog. I hear ya. Question number Fucking two. Fucking <laughs> professional. Absolute professional. I really do wish her follow-up would have been like, so, Urkel starting next week? <laughs> Um, I think that's that about does it tonight. Uh, where where uh, we got Florida State and Virginia Tech. What's gonna happen there? Two similarly ranked teams. I have no idea. Same I time zone. Get it halftime. Yeah, <laughs> I have no clue what'll happen. You don't want to see that sweet classic matchup between Willie Tagger and uh, Justin, Justin Fuente. I want to see Florida State's fancy new uniforms. Sure. Um. And I want to see them beat Virginia Tech fifty to twelve. That's what okay. I want to see happen. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I do. I, I can't do imagine like Tech, though. anything about that game being particularly exciting. Hmm. Yeah, I mean it's like twenty versus nineteen. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I think that's about does it for that. About does it for us on episode eighty-seven Seven. of Throw the Flag. Uh, you, if you heard our latest episode of Cold Dog Soup, you okay, Creel? Got a headache. Got a headache. Yeah. yeah well, I've been did. screaming at your face for the past <laughs> hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, a heated episode to throw the flag. <laughs> heated, and the heat doesn't stop here. Uh, if you listen to the most recent episode of Cold Dog Soup, you saw that our other shows are combining in a format change. Cold Dog Soup presents. That's disgusting. Go to ttfnetwork.com for all of that news. If you'd like to support us in a more personal way, like I said, you can go to patreon.com slash TTF, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash TTF. You're getting three of them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to help us out without actually giving us any of your hard-earned money, you can simply rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm sorry, Sean. I just saw a stat. That says Maryland is two and twenty-two against ranked teams since two thousand eleven. Oh, shit. Throw <laughs> <laughs> the flag. Two wins in Texas. See me taking off, I was ready to know